Welcome to the Talk with Rox podcast. I'm your host, Roxana Karimi, licensed psychotherapist. Join me as we talk about psychology, spirituality, and the human experience. I look forward to helping you expand your consciousness as you work toward healing and reconnecting with your inner voice. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining me here today. How are things going with you? It's been a really heavy and sad week, and to be honest, I'm feeling kind of sad today. Um, I've had a lot of stomach stuff going on the last couple days, and I just feel drained and exhausted, and that does usually tend to flare up when I am feeling more stressed or more emotional, so just a lot of emotions and a lot of physical manifestations of of the pain and the sadness of everything that happened at the Capitol this week. I know, I know a lot of people are trying to make sense of it for themselves, and um, God, the trauma just does not let up, does it? Oh, we're wanting to really make sense of some of that unconscious wounding that led those people to making the horribly stupid and dangerous decisions that they did. And that being said, I I do think it's important that we try to also have some empathy for the darkness and the shadow that they're showing right now. And I know that's really, really hard. And in, in no way does it mean that we should invalidate any of our own feelings of anger or frustration or that we should excuse the behavior that is being shown just that we should try to hold space and understand it as well too so that we don't continue to create the same systems of or that led i mean to you know this uh, overwhelming oppression and disenfranchisement that we've seen in this country the systemic racism you know we don't want to just shift it over to the other side now and continue with the hate i think that we'll end up in the same situation and it's it's understandable that we would want to do that, but I don't think it's going to help. I know that for me, one of the things that makes me feel really angry is that this ending was so obvious to so many of us that we could see the trajectory of what this presidency would create and where it would end up. And I think maybe we definitely failed in the execution of you know, getting people to really see that and understand it. But it's just frustrating that even though we're here now, there are still people who are okay with it or who can easily rationalize and support extremism and white nationalism. That's not okay, to say the least. And I just don't know how we can wake these people up. I don't know how we can make all of us see that we are one, that it's not about left. It's not about right. And I think politics are really important, but I also can recognize that none of that really matters at the end of the day and that we are one species whose survival is completely dependent on us connecting, loving, and caring for each other. And we have not been doing that. And now it's literally killing us. So I'm not sure what it will take, but it's important that we start listening to each other and we start holding space for for the shadow and the darkness that's in all of us to be held and 
that is what will create the ability to move forward and create change. And I totally get and feel that it does suck to have to be the bigger person sometimes, but if you see things this way and you are more awake and you're paying attention to the lies and the complete ignorance that this country has lived in, then it does fall on you to to be the bigger person. You know, it's been generations of this belief in white superiority. This isn't new. It's just that people are sick of it, rightly so, and people are tired, they're suffering, they're in pain, and if we keep playing the struggle Olympics, then we're never going to get anywhere. In order to move forward, it's important that we understand that black lives matter, because they have mattered less in the years before, and that's beyond messed up, but if we can own that, and if we can spend some time looking at and understanding the generational trauma and the unconscious wounds and shadows that are, you know, being exhibited here today, then we can really create some healing and some some forward movement where all of us can be together and all of us can succeed. But I do get how it's hard to to hold the idea that there is white people in this country who feel disenfranchised or who feel oppressed. I can also see the ways in which they are. You know, it's not the same, obviously, but it is there. And I personally believe that so much of that is shadow. So much of it is shame and inferiority around seeing immigrants and people of color in this country succeed in ways that they have not been able to. Not all of them, of course, I'm not trying to make generalizations, but there is a huge population of white people in this country who are uneducated, poor, and unable to pull themselves out of the situations that they're in, and they can't stand to see it in others, that that they're in a better position, especially when they're viewing them as lesser than them. It's easier to live life this way, to stay unconscious, to blame someone else, to scapegoat entire communities so that you can live with a little bit of less pain, you know? There's so much hopelessness and helplessness there's, that's there. It's being felt, you know? And I do think that's healable. Of course, I think that that's going to take some time. And it also requires a safe environment for people to come out and to say, I messed up. And... That way they can learn and, you know, it's important they show remorse for their actions and that there is consequence, but that can't continue to be buried in the person for fear of being ostracized or shamed because that's just going to make it stronger. It's going to get bigger and bigger. And I think there's some understanding that we can gain gain from this um, by looking at it from a trauma lens. And we started to break down trauma a bit last week. And today we're going to dig a little bit deeper into some other layered forms of trauma. Let's take a look at generational trauma. Generational trauma is trauma that is passed down from caregivers to offspring. This is when a parent has experienced a traumatic event such as enslavement, Holocaust or concentration camp victims, war, severe addiction issues, abuse, uh, poverty through the generations. These things do tend to become repeated in families uh, through cycles of abuse or cycles of generational poverty, generational fear, racism that gets passed down through families, alcoholism that we see continue to show up in, you know, children of alcoholic parents. And as we know, we tend to repeat these cycles unconsciously from a desire to repair them. Um, 
it doesn't usually work out that way because of the unconscious aspect of it. You know, we see a lot of teenage parents whose children are more likely to have their own teenage pregnancy. These are all of the traumas that we do hold in our body and pass down unconsciously. And a lot of kids will grow up holding tightly to the idea of doing everything opposite um, that their parents do and instead what what happens with that is that we reject wholly these pieces of ourselves pushing them out creating shadow and therefore continue to also unconsciously live out the thing that you're wanting to avoid so as long as we're rejecting and denying aspects of ourselves or in our wounds we will project them into the world so that we can repair it and that's one of the ways in which it does get passed down through generations Anything that you resist becomes what you create in life. So it's really important to bring that into consciousness so that you, you know, you're you're not resisting anything. You're understanding these things and moving forward with the knowledge of that. You know, I'm, I'm glad that we are starting to look at generational trauma from enslavement to the black Americans in this country and that we're finally addressing that. Um, I wrote a little bit about that in the summer, and you can find that article on my blog on my website, which you can look for by clicking the link in my Instagram bio. Um, Generational trauma is something that, that happens in all families, but it's heightened in families whose ancestors have been so deeply marginalized, oppressed, beaten, and killed for centuries. And that does result in the young generations remaining in this cycle of trauma, though the issues have long passed. Now remember, unprocessed trauma doesn't just dissipate. It stays stored in the body. And so it's getting passed down unconsciously, but also being inherited biologically from the chemical and the neurological changes that trauma creates. That's years-long, decades-long pain being stored in the unconscious mind and in the body. And we can really look at that and understand how much fear that creates around needing to hide parts of yourself for safety. This becomes so internalized and passed down in families. So to say like something to say something like slavery is over is just not the full picture. It's important to learn and to understand what these experiences have been like through the generation and that's healing. It's healing for us to listen and to understand and it's healing for others to share and to feel seen and understood. And in doing that that I believe is the way that we can really own the great big racist shadow that we have in America and that is what helps us to consciously heal and move forward we have to be able to to look at it with some safety and in past generations I mean mental health was really really taboo and it still is in many cultures so there isn't even that space to really be looking at these these wounds and these feelings, but I believe that we can create that. And I believe that so many of us are conscious enough to be doing this healing work that we can really end this line of abuse and the cycle of violence that often gets repeated in generations, including the collective. You are consciously healing yourself. You're also healing your ancestral line. You can become the one who's consciously healed and awake and stop whatever has shown up in your family, whatever has shown up in society from being passed down to further generations. And I think that 
that this is something that you see happening with Gen Z and the kids just being so done with being boxed into labels of who to be and, you know, what sexual identity they're allowed to have. They're just becoming so much more authentic from an early age. And I think that's amazing and incredible. And if you can start to look at your own generational trauma in therapy and journaling about your past experiences, that will help you uncover and feel it to heal it so that you can move forward and be the one who who ends the pain um, that's shown up in your family. It doesn't have to go on. It's not helpful to say things like, well, this is who I am, or this is how things have always been. Just because your dad was an alcoholic and your grandfather was an alcoholic and his dad was a, you know, alcoholic doesn't mean that you need to be or that your children need to be. You can deal with that pain and I it, it is really hard but I think it's harder to know and to be aware and to continue to pass these traumas down so again that's your choice there is free will and you get to decide when you're ready for that and how you would like to proceed with it you know and it's important to remember too that when we are healing these traumas and we're re- reprogramming our experiences we are creating different brain waves, different neural pathways. So we're creating the change that needs to happen on the biological chemical level as well too. And that is how we can really find true healing and growth from these traumas. And I don't know about you, but I think it is pretty cool to be the one who ends this line of ancestral trauma. And how grateful our grandmothers and our grandparents might be to us for doing the work that they couldn't do for whatever reason. Um, And that also then brings me to talking about something that feels very super exciting for me, but also I know is going to trigger some people and um, whatever, that's fine. So if generational trauma happens, what about past life trauma? What's past life trauma, you ask? Well, past life trauma is the imprintation of trauma experienced from previous lifetimes onto our soul and at our highest level level of self. So this is our energy that has experienced many lifetimes before. Talk about taboo. I'm sure this will feel really controversial to some people, but I'm just not going to continue to play small and ignore areas of unconscious wounding. I think it is really important for us to look at. And if that means that a couple people think I'm crazy, I'm okay with it. I think it's important to look at the whole picture of our existence and our experience. And also, this is, you know, the bridge between spirituality and psychology. So if I'm going to be the one to do that, then it's not cool of me to ignore certain areas of that out of fear of being shamed or being ostracized. Um, So I am going to talk a little bit about past life trauma. Past life trauma often shows up in, you know, as unexplainable phobias, disruptive behaviors, difficulty with relationships, and maybe even with certain family members. Um, and this is happening at such the, like, our deepest, highest level of consciousness that we would be really unconscious to it in just waking life. We'd really have to spend some time in meditation um, and hypnosis to, to bring these forward, but they can be brought forward. So another reason that I wanted to speak about this or that I felt was, you know, would be remiss if I didn't mention it is that I wrote uh, a novel based on past lives and past life trauma. So 
that's super exciting and I'd love to share more about it with you as I go forward with that. But today I just kind of want to talk about how past life trauma has been up for debate in the psychology world, you know, but it is something that's really understood and looked at in the spiritual community. It's long been addressed and long been understood. One of those people who started to bridge uh, the gap between the science and the spirit of this sort of trauma was the renowned psychiatrist, Dr. Brian Weiss. He wrote about it after an experience with one of his psychiatric patients who was not improving from her symptoms after some time. And through regression hypnosis that was intended to take that patient back to explore childhood trauma, it was discovered that she went way far back to another lifetime accurately describing events and details that would be otherwise unknown to her and in exploring and understanding her past life trauma her phobias and traumatic symptoms were alleviated completely and that's so cool and it's I think you know when when we have this sort of thing going on it's good for us to look at it from that sense too especially if it is going to bring healing So in researching my novel, I did read a lot of books about past lives and past life regressions. I did a couple of these past life regression meditations and I was able to access and hold memories from my past lives and I feel very strongly connected to them and I've had clues about them throughout my childhood and throughout my life and I'd love to share more about them with you on the podcast, but I really would like to in line with my novel because that's just so exciting for me and I'm not going to get personal with it today. We store so many memories in our unconscious mind, including these from our previous energetic lives and in using meditation and hypnosis, you can access and uncover these memories the same way you can with your suppressed childhood wounds. This is next level healing. You know, I believe that you need to feel more connected and in tune with your authentic voice and highest self and more in a space of trust and surrender before you can unpack these experiences. I think that everyone is at a different level of consciousness. So if this still feels really far-fetched for you and hard to think about, don't. That's fine. As you heal, you will explore it more if necessary. I really believe that intuition is accessible to everybody and I do think that you need to have a certain level of healing to again trust in yourself and trust that authentic intuitive voice to be able to even hold you know a safe enough space for these memories to come forward I do believe that that things like source they don't show up um, unless your ego mind is ready to handle it and to tolerate it because it can be really scary for some people so again if that's not the space that you're in that's okay and don't force yourself to do something you're not ready for but i do want you to think about it have you ever had any clues about your past lives have you ever been in a new city that you just instinctively knew how to navigate or met people that you had a really strong connection to not a trauma bond just a knowing you know and we'll continue to unpack this but i think it's important again because if we hypothesize as i am doing that we are energetic beings who reincarnate into different physical bodies then we should look at the way that our past lives have impacted us because we are born again to evolve and to learn and we are born into families that create the perfect environment for that to happen. Perfect environment doesn't mean nice and cushy. 
okay? It sometimes means lots of pain, again, so that you can learn how to embody and step into who you are meant to be and who your authentic self already is. It's not just about uncovering the pain and the darkness, but to understand your purpose and what lights you up and the joy that that you carry with within you will give you signs about what you're here to do and what lessons you're needing to learn. I really feel so excited when I think about sharing more about uh, about this with you, you know, and to think that I started the episode when I was feeling sad and now I'm feeling much happier. Um, one of the reasons why I think it's it's also cool to look at past life trauma and just this idea that we are souls being reincarnated to different bodies is that perhaps I'm hopeful that it will get rid of this this idea and this illusion of separateness, especially as it comes to race. I mean, we can be born in into different lives and different bodies and perhaps you were black in a past life perhaps you were white in a past life and can that knowledge allow you to have a little bit more empathy and understanding of our connectedness on the whole i'm so glad that disney released their new movie soul i actually haven't seen it yet have you guys seen it what did you think but um it just feels like this shift in consciousness is really starting to hit the mainstream and i definitely sure hope so because once we are all awake this way and realize that we are just energy and new bodies then we can realize that that these things like the color of our skin the geography of where we live or where we're born means little we're all connected and we are different expressions of the universe and of source. And of course, our physical life means a great deal as it dictates so much around us, but we can really look to understanding the deeper layer and the bigger meaning to find peace and hopefully connection that we're needing in order to move forward and to survive on this planet. So let me know what you think about this idea, what you thought of this episode, and if you're interested in learning more about past lives um, and past life trauma. I hope that whatever you're doing, you can take care of yourself during this time. If that means no doom scrolling or turning the news off, then do so. Um, Maybe it means meditating a little bit more. Maybe it means punching a punching bag if you need to. But whatever it is, let's just stop gaslighting each other and sweeping racism under the rug and all of our unconscious generational traumas, wounds. It is really time for us to deal with this stuff and to deal with the trauma that's happening in this nation. So please share this episode with friends and family who you think might find this interesting or would like to learn more about trauma. As always, like and subscribe and follow along with me on talkwithrocks.com or talkwithrocks on Instagram. Feel free to DM me or email me. I really enjoy hearing from you guys and thank you so much. Here's to hoping for a slow news week and a great deal of healing for Miss America and for all of us. I'm so grateful to be here with you. Thank you.